Teresa Hildebrand, and this is Organized Chaos. We take a deep dive into living with intentionality, focusing on what's important in our lives so we can truly feel our best. It may feel chaotic at times, but with a little organization, the right mindset, and a ton of self-love, we can still thrive. Join me as we talk to other busy moms and experts who will share tips and strategies to help you reach your goals. Hope you enjoy this episode of Organized Chaos. Now, on to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Organized Chaos. So today is going to be a little different. I actually wanted to do something a little fun for the end of the year. And I wanted to share my top five downloaded episodes of 2021. Now I started this podcast back in July of 2021, which hasn't been very long right now. And I'm just so thankful for all of you who have come here and have listened to the episodes and have shared reviews. And I am just so grateful for the guest speakers who are incredible human beings that have offered their time and their knowledge to come on here and just, you know, spread positivity and just awesome information. So I'm super grateful for that. So today I'm going to share my top five downloaded episodes of 2021. And I'm going to kind of interject right before each episode. So it doesn't just sound weird when there's one person talking, and then all of a sudden, somebody completely different comes on to talk. So I'll interject myself and I'll let you know what episode it is and who the speaker is. So that way, if you want to listen in on the full episode, you can go back and do that. And I'll also share that list on the show notes so you can go back and just click on it and go directly to that episode. So without further ado, here are the top five downloaded episodes of 2021 for Organized Chaos. Episode number 42, Evolved Marriage with Kate McDougal. Well, actually, like the start was great when we didn't have kids and we were both, you know, having fun and still in school. And um, it was just kind of like after we got married and reality hit and Eric wasn't home many nights and he was working evenings as a server in different restaurants and he'd be coming home at whatever hours in the morning and then we had kids and that was still happening. <laughs> it just wasn't um, the best lifestyle at the moment. Um, Eric became very dependent on alcohol. And then our relationship just kept kind of going downhill. Um, he became very abusive verbally and at one point even physically. So it was either we were going to leave each other or we were going to make some serious changes. And we decided to make those serious changes. And, um, and then, yeah, so I guess our journey started there and we started growing and learning uh, together and separately. And then we decided, you know what, I think it would be really healthy to share our story with other people who might be in the same situation as us. Because when we were going through it, it was hard to find people who were ready to be open and vulnerable about what they were going through in their relationship. It was hard to find couples outside of our circle, sorry, in our own circle that were going through what we were going through, or even who was just accepting that, like, 
relationships aren't supposed to become dull. They're not supposed to become stagnant. They're not supposed to die off. Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends, when I would talk to them, they'd say, you know, it's normal. You guys have been together for so long. It's normal. These things are happening. And I was like, this is not normal. (laughs) So I guess that's where our, that's why we started talking about it because we really wanted to open up and we wanted people to know that this wasn't normal and that there was a way out and we wanted people to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel if they decided to take the same journey as we did. This is episode number 22, Jump and the Net Will Appear with Lily Hernandez. Of course, it, it always is, right? Life mm-hmm. is just an adventure. And I can I can relate to a lot of the things that you talked about. And I want to go back to what you said, um, kind of like you you knew you had like this dream job, but then mm-hmm. you had that guilt. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, well, you can have gratitude for something and at the same time want more, right? Yes. Because yes. you're just like, hey, like I'm really passionate about this. I know I have this amazing job and I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for it. But there's there's something that like kind of tugs at you, right? Where yes. you're like, man, like I really love this other thing. And I feel like I can make it work. So, you know, Mm -hmm. and obviously like, even you said like people in your family were like, what are you doing? Are you, (laughs) you know, you were following the path that is like safe, right? Having a job is safe, Mm -hmm. but like, do you truly want to do that? Right. Right. Do you truly want to continue to do that for the rest of your life or whenever, but like, yeah, I can, I can totally relate. And looking back now, I'm like. Cause you know, some, uh, when I first started photography, like actually went into business full time, I was like, gosh, I did this too late. Like I should. And then I'm like, no, it was all meant to be because a lot of my experience at Fox, my contacts, like all the people I met throughout that career, like they, there's been such great mentors. There's, and I, and then I worked in PR on sets, right. Or in big events. So I, I had, I knew how to deal with people in very different elements or situations that could be really stressed. Like I knew how to, and in PR, you're, you're supposed to like, keep it calm, keep it together and get the fires out without people really knowing what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And now I'm on set as a photographer and I see, but I know both sides of that, that business. Like I know, when I'm shooting, what, what production needs, what PR needs for photos. Like I, there's a different, there's a, like, I wear the photographer hat. That's my job. But the PR part is still in me to, to watch people, to take care of people, you know, and have trust with people as well. Episode number 28, self-love and compassion with coach John. We'll see. It was it was during my travels around the world, or my wife and I were traveling together, um, that I kind of went from being athletic to being morbidly obese, mm-hmm. and it was as a result of a trauma that I suffered while while living in South Africa. That kind of began my my weight loss journey in earnest. So prior to that, I would have said that anyone who was struggling with their weight was just basically lazy or undisciplined. But after I was turning to food as a coping mechanism because I didn't really have tools to to deal with trauma, uh, I found myself wading into this kind of murky world of of weight loss and diet culture. And you know, after a lot of failed attempts at losing weight, a lot of time and energy wasted trying to find answers in all the wrong places, I finally had a coach who who really shone a light on the glaring problem that was staring back at me. And it was when he asked me this question, Jonathan, if you make a list of all the things you love and value, 
how far down that list do I have to go before I see your name? Wow. Yeah. So it was, it was my relationship with myself and all of my failed attempts to lose weight. You know, I'd really become angry and spiteful towards myself and towards my body. And it was like, I was repeatedly trying to punish into submission. And I never really expected that it would be working with a male coach that he'd be working with me to, to heal my relationship with myself and really kind of by extension food and that I could treat myself with love and compassion and actually lose weight. And it was this huge paradigm shift for me coming from really just like a very masculine culture and mindset. So episode number six, how to create your ideal schedule. Okay, so let's work on these steps. So step number one is you need to figure out what's important to you, you need to set your priorities, list three to five priorities that you have. Now, these are based on the season that you're in. So and there's no right or wrong, like these are your priorities. It's whatever's important to you at this point in time. So you list those. But then you write why they're important to you. Now, this is going to be something that you're going to have to be reminded of when you're slipping back, when you're falling off your schedule. So you're going to look back at the reasons why these are your priorities. You can put them on a post-it note to remind you of why you're doing this. You can put it on your mirror. You can write it as an affirmation. This will be a constant reminder of why you're doing what you're doing. Because some of these things and some of the things on your schedule that you put on, you're probably not going to want to do. It's a habit. They're maybe creating new habits. So you're going to need that constant reminder to keep going. Now do this with your spouse as well. You want to be on the same page. You may not have the exact same schedule, but you do want to keep that communication going so that you guys know what your priorities are because more than likely you have the same priorities and you know what your schedules are and you know what you're going to be focusing on just to, you know, be a team. And finally, episode number 32, how to thrive after a betrayal with Dr. Debbie Silber. Um, and we have here, 78% constantly re revisit their experience. 81% feel a loss of personal power. 80% are hypervigilant. I mean, that's just exhausting. 94% deal with painful triggers. And some of those triggers can just take you right down. Mm -hmm. The most common physical symptoms. 71% have low energy, 68% have sleep issues, 63% have extreme fatigue. So you wake up in the morning, you, you sleep all night, you wake up, you're exhausted. Those are your adrenals that have crashed. 47% have weight changes. So in the beginning, maybe you can't hold food down. Later on, you're using food for comfort. 45% have digestive issues, anything from Crohn's, IBS, constipation, di diarrhea, diverticulitis across the board. Didn't matter. Mental, the most common mental changes. 78% are overwhelmed. 70% walking around in a state of disbelief. 68% are unable to focus. 64% are in shock. 62% are unable to concentrate. So just take those. You have, you can't concentrate. You have a gut issue. You're exhausted and you're supposed to raise your kids and work and get through your day. That's not even the emotional ones. Emotionally, 88% have extreme sadness. 83% are angry. You go back and forth between those two and it's exhausting. 82% feel hurt. 80% have anxiety. 79% are stressed. Here's why I wrote the book, Trust Again. 84% have an inability to trust. 
67% prevent themselves from forming deep relationships because they're afraid of being hurt again. 82% find it hard to move forward. 90% want to move forward, but they don't know how. Wow. So, you know, one thing, one experience can completely debilitate you for a very long time, right? So um, can it be just one experience that can lead to all of this? It absolutely can. And that was part of one of the other discoveries that betrayal is a very different experience. You know, think about it. The person, the people you trusted the most, the ones or the the person, the, the one, the many who gave you that sense of safety and security, those are the ones to take it away. So it's, it's absolutely uh, traumatizing. And, you know, and, and here's the thing. Originally, I was studying betrayal and post-traumatic growth. Post-traumatic growth is like, if you can imagine, kind of an upside of trauma. How trauma, whatever it is, death of a loved one, disease, natural disaster, whatever, leaves you with a new awareness, insight, perspective you didn't have. But I'd been through death of a loved one, and I'd been through disease. I mean, I was in the ICU for 11 days, story for another day. But Uh, And then with the betrayal, I was like, wow, this feels so different, but I didn't want to assume. So I asked my study participants and I said, if you've been through other traumas besides betrayal, does it feel different for you? Everybody said, oh my gosh, it's so different. Here's why. Because it feels so intentional, Mm -hmm. we take it so personally. I hope you enjoyed these short clips of the episodes, but I do recommend you go back and listen to the full episodes because they're really great. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week. Hey, if you love listening to the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple podcast on iTunes, go to the show and scroll to the bottom underneath ratings and reviews and click on write a review. Thanks so much for listening and tune in to our next episode.